0: And we are live What's up everybody? Welcome to the Joe and Joey Show I'm your host Joey And I'm Joe If you're listening to us on audio, on Spotify or Apple Music And you want to watch the video version of our show You can watch us on our YouTube channel at the Joe and Joey Show And where else can they find us? Instagram and iTunes Alrighty It's been a couple weeks since we recorded And last time Joe and I recorded He wasn't a father of two Right And now he's a father of two Congrats man Thank you bro yeah how do you feel about being a dad oh, again it's, <laughs> it's it's
1: a blessing man it's uh the best feeling in the world, you know
0: yeah if you guys don't know, Joe was already a dad he had a son uh how old's your first son like four years four yeah yeah, and he just had another one so congrats man are you worried no, not worried just tired a little bit but yeah you haven't you haven't been sleeping much right nah. when they're that first year there's no sleep, yeah man I know you just from watching you and your first son, I know. You're going to treat this second son just as good, and you're a great father, man, so congrats. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, man. We're just going to get right into it, so let's talk about the NBA Finals. Uh, Me and Joe are Heat fans. We got our predictions wrong, unfortunately. We both had the Heat winning. I think I had the Heat winning in six. Would you have the Heat winning in? Yeah, like six, seven, something like that. Six or seven. Um, We both have to eat crow on that one. We both got that prediction wrong. But I will say you did get you were sticking with the Denver Nuggets all year to come out of the West. So shout out to you on that one. I don't think a lot of people saw that except for you. Yeah, bro. The Nuggets. I
1: I, and honestly, the only reason I picked them is because consistency in their record. Mm -hmm. Like they they just had the best record in the NBA the whole season, and I didn't think that was a fluke. You know, I honestly we I don't watch Jokic like that. Like Mm -hmm. I see his highlights, but from watching full games of Jokic, he like really impressed me and I'm sure he impressed everybody like there's no doubt he's the best player in the league right now Dude,
0: Jokic is a fucking stud man every time he shot the ball I felt like it was going in it every time he left in. his hand I mean his offense he has no weakness right nope. he shoot from three mid-range he's got such soft touch around the rim too so nothing looks like a bad shot when he has the ball Plus his vision, I mean his passing is just incredible as well. Oh, that's like his best trade is his playmaking and passing. Yeah, and people say he's not really a good defender. I mean, I don't know what everybody's saying, but what I saw, the Miami Heat had trouble scoring against him because he's so big. Yeah, you got to shoot over the top. And, you know, he's not a high flyer, but he plays position basketball. Mm. Yeah, I was impressed. I mean, obviously with Jokic, he's the best player in the NBA in my opinion. But I was also impressed with just their team and their coaching. Um, that team's very seasoned. They've played together for a long time. And Jamal Murray looked amazing out there as well. Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown, KCP. That team gels really well. They all know their roles. I mean, give credit to Mike Malone too, right? Mike Malone had that team ready to play against a Miami Heat team that was really hot. Eric Spolstra, best head coach. I mean, he didn't get out-coached at all. So that team's really well-coached also. So give me your thoughts Um what do you what do you think about the Denver Nuggets and their future? I know they won their first championship in franchise history. Do you think they're going to be able to continue this run? How do you see their future playing out? I saw Mike Malone uh, yesterday during the parade. He was saying they're going to run it back. They're going to bring everybody back. I know their marquee free agent that they had was Bruce Brown. They said they're going to resign and bring him back. So, do you see Denver as a dynasty long term? I don't. I don't know if I can see you
1: know call it them a dynasty yet because they've only won one. But the potential, obviously, is there. You know, Golden State's going to retool. That's the dynasty to me, the only thing in the West, or the only dynasty in the West. But but they have the potential. You look at their age. The, their age matches up like it's all together. Jokic is the oldest guy. He's our age, like 28, 29. And then Aaron Gordon, 28, 29. Murray's 26. Bruce Brown, you know, Christian Brown. The, like all their, all their guys that play are young. So I think they have the potential to win, you know, at least another one. I could see them going back to back because, because mm-hmm. when I think about going through the West, the only team that I can see them struggling with is a healthy Warriors team, like, and mentally healthy too. Yep. Um, so that, that that's concerning. And then the Suns maybe might have a, a good team next year, but I think the team to beat in the NBA is the Denver Nuggets right now. So I'm not going to say they're a dynasty, but if I had to
0: pick yes or no, I would lean towards yes. So what do you what do you think? Um, if you're just thinking like trying to think like Vegas right now, do you think Denver is going to be favored next year to win Absolutely. the championship? You think they'll have the best odds? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. This is FanDuel Sportsbook for the champion uh, NBA Championship 2024 favorites. They got Denver at number one, Milwaukee, Boston... Phoenix is surprisingly up there at plus 700. Golden State, Sixers. So, you know, the usual top suspects. The usual people that the Heat just ran through besides Mm -hmm. the Nuggets. Yeah, I think Denver and um, Milwaukee are definitely going to be the favorites next year. I mean, it's kind of hard to judge Milwaukee because Giannis sprained his ankle. So we don't really know how that would have played out if he was healthy against the Miami Heat in the first round, right? So, yeah, Denver really impressed me. Uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic in the pick and roll is like unstoppable. Incredible. It was like the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Miami Heat is such a good defensive team. I mean, Spolster has the best game plans. They couldn't do anything. I really think the size, um, is the reason Miami lost. If you look, they really couldn't score in the paint. Um, even Jimmy Butler, when Aaron Gordon was guarding him, big athletic wing it was hard for Jimmy to score against him. So I think that was the main reason the Heat loss was mainly size. You look at the one game that they did win, um, they had three guys score 20 points, right? They had Jimmy, Bam, and Gabe Vincent. I think that's what the Miami Heat need next year. They need that third score. Absolutely. That's the only game they won when they had three guys score 20 points. So what do you think about the Miami Heat's future? Uh, how do you think they should uh, pursue this offseason? So I think the so the salary cap for the
1: NBA next year is, I believe it's $165 million. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Butler's basically a third of that. He's like 40, 50 million. Bam's going to get 35 million.
0: Is he Is he up for a contract next year? Uh, Bam at a bio? No, they extended him. Oh, they already extended him. Okay, okay.
1: That's what's up. But they already have Lowry who's getting another 30 or 40 million. They just extended Hero who's going to get 30 million. Kyle Lowry's getting 30 million? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Duncan Robinson's getting 20 million. So we're actually Ugh. already over the cap for next year. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a lot more trickier than people think for the Heat. Not that they can't pull it off, but I think you have to... I'm, I'm not sold on moving Hero yet just because he's young and he averaged 20 a game. I don't think moving Hero
0: for Bradley Beal is like going to move the needle for us. I do. You think so? I do, man. The Heat... <laughs> we've gone over this so many times. Um, a lot of people really overestimate Tyler Hero, in my opinion, Every time we go watch him play, he's a volume shooter. I don't think he fits well with the Miami Heat. Ball-dominant guy, needs to shoot a lot of shots. Not really a great catch-and-shoot player. Um, I think that's the misconception about him. He's not like a Duncan Robinson that's going to catch in the corner and fire from three. He needs to kind of like create his own shot and get in rhythm. Turns the ball over a lot. I know he's young, and he can get better. I just don't think his upside's as good as, like... uh, Bradley Beal or even Donovan Mitchell, which I think the Heat should have pulled the trigger on last year. I think the Heat should have got Donovan Mitchell. This offseason, the Heat need to make a move. If they go into the same, if they go into the season with the same team this year, I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. I, I mean, why? That that team is, ca- they're maxed out, right? One, two wins in the NBA Finals at max. I think we've been to the NBA Finals twice in the last, what, four years? Yep. 2020 you and can't win season. a championship with jimmy butler as your best player i'm sorry because he's on offense he's limited he's a great off he's a great player right borderline hall of fame i would say no at this point i don't know where you're at i would say yes he, he's got no first teams anywhere i was looking it up before the show no first team defense no first team offense why is he a hall of famer what else has he done you gotta you gotta crack the first team somewhere at least once at in the Hall of Fame, yeah. Or have an MVP Finals MVP something. You know, I think he's on that borderline level of being a Hall of Famer. If he would have won the championship this year, Finals MVP, I think he would have been a Hall of Famer. I mean, we we can't just like give everybody. We can't allow everybody to get in the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, the standards are so low now; everybody's a Hall of Famer now. Yeah. So. I mean, I think Reggie
1: Miller's a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. And when you compare the numbers, they're the, they're exactly the same. Like Jimmy Butler's obviously not as good as a shooter as Reggie Miller, but they have the same stats. Um, I think Butler can be the best all-around player, but I don't think he can be our number one scoring option. Mm-hmm. Like he had a 56-point game against Milwaukee, a 42-point game against Milwaukee, I think. And the Knicks, so you know he can give you that, but he's not going to give you thirty a night. He just he doesn't do that consistently enough to just be able to turn it on in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You have to average that to me, in my opinion. You have to average thirty points a game in the regular season to be able to do it again in the playoffs consistently. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if for me, I don't know if Bradley Beal is a thirty point scorer. The guy I would actually try to go after is Dame Dallas. Dame Lillard. Yes. And then my dark horse is John Morant. I
0: don't think the Grizzlies are going to get rid of him, though. You think
1: so? I don't know. He's had a lot
0: of hiccups there. He has. um, He's probably going to get suspended. I I would like to see, I think if I'm ranking the three players, the Heat need they need to get at least one of these guys. I think I would like Damian Lillard one, Bradley Beal two, Kyrie Irving three. They need one of those guys. If they don't get any of those guys and they go into the next year with the same team, they're done. They're not going to win. Yeah. So they need to make. This year was like a Cinderella year. That that won't happen again. Right. You're not going to be an A seed and go to the finals. You got all these undrafted guys playing above their head. Right. Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Who are both free agents this summer. Who are both free agents. Right. And in the NBA finals, they were horrible. They kind of got exposed a little bit. Jimmy Butler kind of got exposed a little bit. You put a big athletic wing like Aaron Gordon. It's hard for Jimmy to score, right? Yeah, and I think we need a guy, like we were saying,
1: we need size. We need a guy like Mm -hmm. Aaron Gordon who can stretch the floor, shoot the three Mm -hmm. as
0: athletic as they get, and will just alleviate some pressure off of Bam. Yeah, the reason why the Heat lost, like I was saying, one is because the Denver Nuggets were a lot bigger than the Miami Heat. The Heat had a hard time scoring in the paint. They got bullied out there. They couldn't rebound. And reason number two is because they couldn't get timely baskets. They don't really have someone that can create their own shot besides Jimmy Butler, and he struggled the whole series. So if you add a Damian Lillard, you add a Kyrie Irving, you add a Bradley Beal next year, that's going to take a lot of pressure off Jimmy Butler, and that's going to elevate the heat to the next level. So I believe if we get one of those guys, a shot creator. Right, because Eric Spolster is going to have the Miami Heat playing at a high level on defense. You get a shot creator to add with Bam and Jimmy. I think the Miami Heat can go back to the finals. Yeah, if you get two of those guys, we're definitely going back to the finals. So it'll be interesting. We'll see what the Miami Heat do in the off season, who they're going to keep, who they're going to unload, or if Pat Riley just says screw it, we're going to run it back again. I don't think that's a smart move. He no, he can't do that. There's a lot
1: of dead money on the the roster. Kyle Lowry's thirty million. Oladipo is going to opt in and get $11 million next year and not even play. So th- he, I think he's got to move Oladipo, Lowry, probably Robinson, and then you know try and keep Hero and and, and move Hero for a big. We need another big on this team. Miami got out-rebounded against the Nuggets and mm-hmm. against the Lakers in the bubble on both their finalist runs. I think Spoelstra is holding on to this small ball lineup mm-hmm. when we had LeBron James and Chris Bosch. Chris Bosh is seven feet tall, LeBron James six ten 6'9", 260 pounds. Mm-hmm. We can't run Caleb Martin at the power forward. I mean, we did in the regular season and in the playoffs. We're too small. We need to get somebody like an Aaron Gordon, yep. um, I, you know,
0: somebody, OG Ananobi. A competent big, right? Yeah. Even Pat Riley says no rebounds, no rings. Yep. I mean, if anybody's going to get a big man, it's going to be him, right? But let's circle back to the Jimmy Butler Hall of Fame question, right? <laughs> Do you think Jimmy Butler is a Hall of Famer?
1: Yes. I think I think Butler is a Hall of Famer. Come on, man. Um, you pull up his stats, you know, average tw- 20 points a game in his NBA
0: career. Great defender. You I know. don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to read his accomplishments, right? Go ahead. Let me read them to you. Six-time All-Star. Yep. NBA Eastern Conference Finals MVP that happened this year. All-NBA second team one time. That was this year. Four-time All-NBA third team five time nba all defensive second team most improved player and he has one steals title yeah do you think with those accomplishments that's a hall of famer i i think
1: so because um you know he's the points 20 points a game i just think of all around player is he is he one of the best scorers ever no but he's proven that he can score and that he's elite defensively. All those defensive
0: first team or second team. He doesn't have a first team all defense. That's that's a... He should have had at least a couple. He doesn't have a first team all defense. He doesn't have a first team all NBA. I mean, he hasn't won a championship. hasn't won a scoring title. How is this guy a Hall of Famer? Yeah. I just... I can't see it. For me, if you're going to be a Hall of Famer, you have to crack the top five in the NBA while you're playing at least a couple times, Right. If you're going to go to the Hall of Fame for defense, you have to crack the first team a couple times. You've got to win a scoring title at least once, like if you're that guy, you got to have a, a if you are if you don't have an NBA championship, you at least have to have a scoring title or a first team somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. I, I just, I don't see him being a Hall of Famer. I think if Jimmy Butler would have won the finals this year, finals MVP, I think oh, yeah. that would have put him um, over the top. He would have been a Hall of Famer. With those accolades I just read, I just, I don't see it.
1: Yeah, and I think the NBA is a little bit more lenient on Hall of Fame players than the NFL. It's like, kind of feels like, um, not almost anybody, but like borderline stars are getting into the Hall of Fame in the NBA. So it's not as like prestige
0: as like the NFL or, or a different league. For me, like if you don't win a championship and you don't have any like, First or second team, you gotta be raw as hell, like Allen Iverson, or somebody like that, mm-hmm. or Tracy McGrady, guys with like scoring titles, guys that, you know, are influencing like the younger generation. Like Allen Iverson was massive. Yep. You know, people know who Alan Iverson Allen Iverson is, like he's solidified in NBA history. When Jimmy Butler retires, or like we gonna look back and say, Oh, Jimmy was that guy. No, probably not. I mean, I don't know. It's tough. I think if he would have won it this year, yeah. But that finals performance sucked, man. Yeah. It's if kind you're of a that blemish. guy, if you're that guy, right? If you're a Hall of Famer like that, he would have elevated, right? We would have saw playoff Jimmy round one against Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Game seven versus Boston, where he had like 28, 30 points. So I just I don't see Jimmy getting in right now, but he still has a couple of years to improve on that, right? Maybe we get some guys in the offseason, we win a championship, then Jimmy will be in the Hall of Fame. But right now, I don't see it.
1: Yeah, there's a two-year window for the Heat, too. I think that's the window. Once Jimmy's contract expires in like two years from now, then you're going to see a a massive overhaul. Probably the only people left will be Bam and maybe Hero, if he's even here this year.
0: Yeah, Jimmy's 33. He's getting a little old, so Mm -hmm. the Heat got to go for it now. Let's move on to our second topic, though. So I'm going to ask you right now, is Nikola Jokic the best player in basketball right now? Right, Yeah, I and you guys know if
1: you watch the other episodes, I had him winning the MVP this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you average a triple-double, and I know people will say, oh, well, it's the league has changed. It's a fast-paced league. No, it's. I don't care who you are. If you average a triple-double in the NBA, you should be the MVP of the season. Nobody else did that. So I think he got robbed there. Um, maybe some voter fatigue or whatever, but he I just think the Nuggets aren't, they're not like a big market team like the Lakers, the Heat, the Celtics. Mm-hmm. So you didn't get to see as much as Jokic as we you probably should have, like on a nightly basis. But I think now that they won the championship, you're going to see a lot of Nuggets games on like primetime games. And you're going to see like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I was i was big on Jokic, but I didn't know he
0: was that good. Like he's, he's really good, good, man. Like, we were we just talked about it in the last segment. I mean the guy, every time he shoots, that thing is going in, and he's got that like Dirk Navinsky shot where he shoots it behind his head. You can't block it. No, nope. he's seven foot tall. He's got a post game, a three point game, a mid range passing, rebounding. He has no flaws on offense.
1: Yeah, he had some moves, some Shaq moves too. You know when Shaq would catch the ball and then spin to like mm-hmm. his his back shoulder. He was he was pulling out all the old school moves. So I I, I love to see that, even though it was against the Heat, but. I think you're going to see the
0: NBA start pushing him like, oh, like yeah. the best player. They have to. In my, opin- in, in my opinion, Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA. There's a stat I'm going to read right now. He had 10 triple doubles in the playoffs, right? Every other team combined had four. He doubled everybody in triple doubles. He led the entire playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. By far. By far. Dominated in the NBA Finals dominated Anthony Davis, dominated Carl Anthony Towns, dominated Bam Adebayo. This guy's the best player in the NBA by far. I mean, I think people are fools to say that Joel Embiid is better than Nikola Jokic. I mean, looking back, that's why I think the NBA is so stupid, like the MVP, because they should just do it after the season, right? Because if you would have done it after the season, Nikola Jokic by far would have been the MVP, and he was arguably in that debate for the regular season MVP. But I think a lot of people feel stupid now. And it's probably like what you were saying, because a lot of people didn't get to see the Denver Nuggets because they're on the West Coast. I mean, they don't really have a lot of primetime games right at Denver.
1: See? Now they will.
0: Now oh yeah, now they will. They're the NBA champions. So yeah, Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA. I don't Yeah, know. there's no debate after what we just saw this this playoffs. <laughs> And really, I mean, the last what two seasons, he's averaged a triple double. How many years in a row Sheesh. now? Like two, three years. Yeah, and his triple doubles are more impressive than Russell Westbrook's triple doubles because his impact winning more, right? I feel like Westbrook's assists is because he's so athletic and he dishes it out. And not efficient either. And it's he's not efficient, right? Jokic is getting like timely rebounds, he's making these incredible passes, like these Magic Johnson type passes. Yep. In my opinion, he's the best passing big man of all time. Nikola Jokic, I don't see another big that so passing his like dad, that. But we didn't even watch him come out, know? man. Like- to me, Jokic, he's already the best passing big man of all time. I'm not he's not the best big man of all time. I still got guys like Shaq and Kareem. Hakeem, Kareem, Bill Russell. I mean, those guys have multiple MVPs, multiple uh finals wins. I think just the way the game is played today. Is why he's the best player in the NBA because there's no other dominant big man that can do everything like Jokic. Right. But I think if you would have put him like in Shaq's era, I think Shaq would have dominated uh Jokic down yeah. low. Yeah. People forget post. how raw Shaq was like back then. Like in the post, like in the two thousands, there's no way Jokic would be able to guard oh, Shaq. Oh no, he would dominate Jokic, but Jokic can shoot. Shaq's not gonna come out and, and guard Jokic mm-hmm. on the three point line. Well so. he would have he probably would have fouled him out, honestly. Shaq <laughs> down low, he would have fouled him out. He's not better. Right now, he's not better than, like, Hakeem Olajuwon. I saw Hakeem Olajuwon dominate Shaq in the finals. Like, I've never seen Shaq get dominated before. He's not better than Hakeem. I mean, Kareem's Kareem. Second-leading scorer of all time. Multiple he's not better yeah. than. You can't even put him above Bill Russell or Tim Duncan. Not yet. Yeah, that would have been Guys something like to
1: see, though. Those matchups, like, that would have been insane. Mm-hmm. If
0: Jokic should have, man, he should have been around in the 90s, I think. Would've yeah. Would have been better. I mean, I still, I still can't put him above guys like Dirk Nowitzki and Kevin Garnett, not yet, because those guys are more accomplished. I'd put him above Garnett for sure. I don't know, man. Garnett's defensive MVP. Yeah, but he had to go to Boston. He had to go with Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. Dirk did it by I don't himself. Know. He he definitely not better than Dirk. Is <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki had the greatest playoff run I've ever seen. He beat LeBron and Wade. The defending NBA champion, Los Angeles Lakers, Kobe Bryant. And he beat Westbrook, Durant. Durant, and Harden. That's the best playoff run I've ever seen. He probably beat the Spurs, too. Bro, that's the best playoff run I've ever seen. Go look at that. What year was that? 20, 2011. Bro, that was the best. Bro. That was the year LeBron choked That was unstoppable. Oh Yeah, I mean, people don't want to have that debate either. Yeah. Michael Jordan's better than LeBron James. But people don't want to have that debate either. So It's debatable. Nah... I don't think so, man. If you look into it, if you really look into the debate, Michael Jordan has like nine or 10 scoring titles and nine or 10 defensive all first team. First team, damn. LeBron doesn't have any NBA defensive first teams or any scoring titles. That's crazy. So, I mean, come on. Who's really better? You don't think Jordan could have averaged 10 assists if he wanted to? He could have. Come on, man. He's getting like fucking triple team, quadruple team. He could have averaged 10 assists. Like, let, let's not, like, say Michael Jordan, like, couldn't pass the basketball. Yeah. I think in his rookie year, he averaged, like, 6.9 or 7 assists. I mean, come on. He could have averaged 10 if he wanted to.
1: And that just speaks to, like, the killer mindset that Jordan had, that Kobe had, that LeBron doesn't have, mm-hmm. that Jimmy Butler doesn't have. I mean, if Jimmy, we, were, we weren't, but people were starting to say, oh, this guy, he has, Jimmy has the mindset of, you know, Kobe and Michael because he, he had that 56-point game. And we thought he would have continued in the finals. Stop but it! He just—we
0: can't ever compare Jimmy to Kobe or Mike. No, of course no. not. We ain't doing that on this show. No, that, but that's disrespect. But it was—it was just disappointing to see him drop off a cliff like that. It was. Um, yeah, I think got exposed a little bit. But I do want to ask you: after watching the twenty twenty three NBA season. Going into 2024, give me your top five NBA players right now. Players? Players. I know you got Jokic number one. Yep. Jokic. Um, wow. You got notables like uh, Giannis, Embiid. I got Embiid. Ste- Steph Curry at number two. Steph. I like that pick, Steph. I
1: don't, I don't think it's debatable anymore. I, I mean, it's you could even argue Steph at one, but he just had a down year. Steph. So, but I'll put Steph at two. Um Wow, this was really difficult. I had Giannis in there, but he choked this year. He was kind of hurt, though. Like, let's be honest. Like, Yeah, but he he came back and his shooting regressed. Like, remember when he won the championship, he was making threes, free throws. But now he's back to not being being able to shoot the basketball. So I can't have him at three.
0: I'll put... You're crazy. <laughs> I'll put... Man, I'll put... Don't put Joel Embiid at number three. After what we saw in the playoffs, don't put that. Don't put that guy at number three. No, I. That's what I'm saying. The MVP award, and we had a Joel
1: Embiid winning the MVP because of his regular season stats. Mm-hmm. Um, man, this is so difficult. Put me on the spot with that question. It's a I great. Put, I question put you. Out. I
0: put you on the spot.
1: Three. I'm gonna go with. Um, I kind of want to go with Devin Booker at number three. After what I saw in the playoffs.
0: It's a good pick, Devin he,
1: Booker, bro. He, he beat the Nuggets twice in the playoffs mm-hmm. by basically by himself. Only had was Durant. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Devin Booker at number three. Number four, God, everybody choked in the playoffs this year. <laughs> everybody did, if you think about it. <laughs> right, everybody choked.
0: I'll put. You're not gonna put your boy Jimmy Butler top five. I had him there. I'm in the playoffs. He's top five, but I can't. But after that fucking meltdown, you can't put him there, right?
1: Yeah, in the he's top five, and because he's, he's not consistent in the, in the regular mm-hmm. season either. Um, I'm trying to think def- who's a good defender also because defense plays a part for me. I'm going to put, I'm going to put Durant at four. I think the, the Suns have two top five players. And wow.
0: Then, that's crazy. Yeah. And then number five, I'm going to put, I'll put Giannis at number five. Number five? Yep. So re- recap your top five. Top five NBA players during the 2023 season. I'm gonna go Jokic one. Uh huh. Steph Curry two.
1: Number three was Devin Booker. Number four was Durant. And number mm-hmm. five
0: was Giannis. That's like the first team
1: all NBA, right there. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. What about I think you? my list is gonna be so my my top five players of the twenty twenty-three season is gonna be Jokic number one. Steph two. I'm gonna go Giannis number two, <laughs> Steph Curry number three. God, this is tough. Um, I know you love your boy, Luka Doncic. I do have Luka. I don't know if I'm going to put Luka at four or five, though. That's kind of tough. Okay, this is how I'm going to round out my top five. I'm going top five players of the 2023 NBA season. Jokic, one. Giannis, two. Steph Curry, three. Joel Mb four. And Luka Doncic, number five. Those are my top five guys going into the next season. That's a that's a good list. Yeah, I I just I can't put Durant in there. Like if you if you really look into Kevin Durant, he ha- he's done nothing without the Golden State Warriors. I mean, I know he's got scoring titles, Hall of Fame player, but is he that guy? Right? Yeah. Everywhere else he's gone without Steph Curry, he hasn't done yeah, he hasn't done shit. Fans, yeah. Like what has he done? Yeah. I feel like he's getting exposed a little bit, Kevin Durant. Honestly, I do. He's not better than Steph Curry all time. No, you can't. You can't do it anymore. No. I mean, maybe after those Warriors runs, yeah. But with Steph Curry winning again without Kevin Durant, yeah, he's just a better all time player, man. Yeah, uh, Steph Curry. He's. A, I'd rather have him than Kevin Durant on my team. He yeah. makes everybody better. He just opens the floor. Best shooter of all time. Oh, he changed the game. That's why you see everybody shooting threes now. Now if this is. And one or something like that? Give me Kevin Durant, like one on one, and he's probably the best player ever. Yep. So but that's uh, what Kobe Bryant said. He said Kevin Durant's the hardest player ever Oh, you had a guard. I mean Steph Curry Steph Curry's easily in the top fifteen of all time. There, I I would have to think about it. I probably put him maybe like top twelve. Yeah, people say like 10, tw- 12, 13. Something like that. I mean I mean, is is who's better, Larry Bird or Steph Curry? Damn, that's, that's <laughs> you know what I'm difficult. saying. And everybody's got Larry Bird in the top 10. Who's better?
1: I'm an Indiana guy, so I got to go Larry Bird, but it's not, it's not like clear cut. Like it's definitely debatable.
0: It's debatable, though. Yeah. And Larry Bird's a top 10 guy, like fringe top 10 guy. Yeah. So, I mean, Steph Curry's that dude. Oh, I mean, I think after last year when they
1: won again, he. He was like top 20. Then he creeped down to like top 12. Some people have Durant ahead of Curry. Nah,
0: hell no, man. Kevin Durant's not above Steph Curry.
1: I agree. But that's what a lot of people have. I I would say by the time he's done, Steph Curry's done with his
0: NBA career, he'll be top 10. Top 10. Greatest shooter ever. Who went, what has he got? Four or five rings, Curry? Four? He's got, I think he's got four. Yeah. He won two with Durant and then two without him. Yeah. Yep. But been to the finals multiple times. I mean, yeah, Curry's above Durant, in my opinion. All right. But now we're going to go into the game show, okay? Let's do All it. right. Are you ready? Let's do it. So, the way our game show works is I'm going to ask Joe three questions. If he gets two out of the three questions right, then I have to take a shot of Hennessy. Hey. If you only get one question right or no questions right, then you have to take a shot of Hennessy. Okay. Deal? Deal. Alrighty. First question. Are you ready? Let's do I'm it. I'm going to give you two tries on every question, okay? That's it. You don't get any more. Let's go. Name the all-time leading scorer in Los Angeles Lakers history. <laughs> Lakers
1: history. It should be Kareem.
0: Nope. <laughs> then Lakers. Kobe? Yeah, okay. You got it right. Kobe Bryant is number one. Do you know who number two is? It's not Kareem. Number two, because Kareem played with um the Bucks. The Bucks, yeah, he did for the beginning of his career. Number two, what like James Worthy, Jerry West, Jerry West. Number wow. two, and one. then Kareem. So, all right, one question. Right. Second question. Name the all-time leading rusher in Miami Dolphins history. Wow. Oh, Larry Zonka. Damn, he got it right. Who's the number two leading rusher in Dolphins history? Dolphins history, number two. Old guy or new guy? I oh, don't know. Guess. Shit. Um, you already got it right, so it doesn't matter. It's Ricky. Shit, I got to take a shot. <laughs> Ricky Williams? It's Ricky Williams. Damn, That's bro. Cool. That's a true Miami Dolphin fan right there. Uh, yeah, You know your stuff can't whoa that's like my favorite player ever bro what? ricky williams i thought you were gonna say larry zonka like what the fuck no
1: <laughs> you weren't even born then that's my my childhood running back bro
0: ricky williams all righty i'm really gonna test your dolphins knowledge now name the all-time leading receiver in miami dolphins history this it, one's a little harder it's gotta be one of the marks mark duper mark clayton those are one and two damn yeah, <laughs> how'd you get that what the hell? Dan Marino oh man are you gonna take a shot with me no that's all you damn have. that's messed up
1: i gotta travel tomorrow oh man no henny's good though
0: i haven't had henny in so long yeah it's good straight that's that a that's a big shot right there it smells i can smell it from here <coughs> oh my goodness it's a man's drink right there Ooh, that would definitely put hair on your chest yep but it oof. Oh. <laughs> it's like it's rough in the beginning but it, it kind of like smooths out Yeah, there's a no bit. aftertaste or it's not bad oof. damn I'm impressed man you know your dolphins history what the hell did you see the questions no I didn't dang man alright let's move on to our third topic so we're gonna talk about a little bit of uh, free agency going into the NBA season next year. Who are your marquee free agents going into next year? And how do you see free agency uh, playing out? So the NBA is like,
1: there's free agents that are literally on the market. And then there's players that you think you can acquire through trade that want to get traded. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about just strictly free agents, um, you know there's there's guys like a Draymond Green um I'm trying to think who else i like Jeremy Grant Zion Williamson I, it, I don't think
0: he's a free agent so he's not a free agent but there's a lot of trade rumors concerning Zion Williamson so i'm going to read this article it's by the new york post it says nba monitoring Zion Williamson trade situation closely after off season drama so Zion Williamson's time in New Orleans could be cut short amid the fallout and drama in his personal life. Teams around the NBA are keeping a close eye on whether the Pelicans would make Williamson available ahead of the 2023 NBA draft next week in an attempt to move up to the number 14 spot, according to ESPN's Brian Windhorst. During a Wednesday appearance on GetUp, Windhorst said New Orleans really would like to move up in the draft as they are eyeing guard Scoot Henderson, right? The cost of moving up for Scoot Henderson would be steep and people are speculating that in order for them to move up, they'd have to give up Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson's also been involved in a lot of off-season drama. He was dating a porn star, uh, Moira Mills, Mm -hmm. and she didn't know that he had another girlfriend and then he got the other girlfriend pregnant and then she was kind of exposing him a little bit, uh, Moira Mills. Saying that Zion Williamson, you're a piece of shit. Like yeah. you got the, you got your girl pregnant when you were dating me. You were telling me a bunch of sweet nothings. She blasted him on uh, social media. She exposes text messages to the world. So if you're the Pelicans, would you trade up in the draft to get Scoot Henderson? Would you trade Zion Williamson?
1: Yeah, I would, and it's not because of all that. Personal life stuff that's going on that doesn't really concern me. The stuff that concerns me with Zion is the health and the durability. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't think that's like too that's that's just another thing that they can use against him though. Like, it's yeah. if if he was if he's been healthy, then obviously, no, there's no way in hell I would trade Zion Williamson because when he plays, he's
0: raw, yeah, he's like, efficient, too. yeah, he's
1: good, yeah. But the thing with him is like he's too heavy. He looks like a freaking yeah, left a tackle. Ass. He's yeah. a fat
0: ass, like three hundred pounds. He could play left tackle in the NFL.
1: Yeah, and so that that's concerning. I don't I don't know if he can lose the weight because he's been built like that since like high school. we we're seeing his highlights in high school. So I, if it was up to me, I would absolutely move him for Scoot Henderson. Um, I don't know who has the number three or number two or three pick right now. I think it's maybe Detroit. Mm-hmm. So if I I would make that call. You know, I think Zion, I think he does need a fresh start. I think he he already came out and said he doesn't want to be in New Orleans. Not officially said mm-hmm. that, but you can tell he doesn't want to be there. Like, if he wanted to play basketball, yep. he would have been playing by now. Mm-hmm. So I think he's holding out. I, I would trade him.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and it's on the fact of what you just said, that he doesn't want to be there. If he wanted to be there, I don't think I'd trade him. But, you know, trade him while you can and get something, get something. for him in the future rather than... You know, risk like losing him in free agency. He doesn't even play anywhere, right? So it's just like a bad aura around Williamson and the Pelicans. I would trade him. I try to get Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson's nice too, and he's built like Zion Williamson. Yeah. not as big. Bro, a guy but looks like a bodybuilder. You yeah. seen him? He's, and a, he's a High flyer. He's nice. He's like the second or third best uh, prospect in the draft. I would do it. I'll try to move up for the first pick. Why not? They they ain't giving San Antonio ain't giving up Wemby. Wim- do you think Wem Bonia is that dude? Like you think he's gonna be like this generational, godlike talent? They say he's a better prospect than LeBron James. I don't think he's gonna be a better prospect than LeBron James, but I think
1: he's like the next level below. Uh, he's not gonna be LeBron James, but I think he I think he's a guy that's gonna bring you multiple championships. Maybe not right away, but he's definitely gonna be the face of the league. Seven foot four handles the ball like a point guard. Um tough, mentally tough, you know, people bang him cuz he's skinny, but he draws draws a lot of fouls, can shoot the basketball like crazy. He's just you just got to you got to it's a no-brainer. You can't overthink it with him. So, I think he he's not LeBron James, but he's going to give somebody a title whoever gets him.
0: He's too skinny, man. You seen him play? You who's that fat guy Memphis sign? The fat basketball player? Yep.
1: Uh, Lofton.
0: Bro, he was bullying, uh, uh, Wembe. when they played each other? Come on, man. Yeah, but he's, like, that's... I've seen him get bullied multiple times, like, playing overseas. But he's not a big man. He's what like he, what a, do he, you think they're gonna do in the NBA? They're gonna bully this guy. He weighs, like, I don't even think he weighs 200 pounds. He's gonna play, like, shooting guard, though. <laughs> Small forward. He's gonna seven six shooting guard? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just getting... And I could be completely wrong. I mean, I've seen him play. I know he can handle the ball. I know he can shoot. I don't think he's going to be able to do that in the NBA. That's a grown man's game, and he he's a little guy. He's a little boy. Wenbenai, skinny. Skinny body. You know, when he plays grown men like Jokic, he's going to get bodied out there, I think. Joel yeah. Embiid. You don't think Joel Embiid can absolutely destroy Wenbenai in the post? I do. Right now, yeah, but... I don't think he's going to be having to
1: guard those guys. Like if he goes to San Antonio,
0: he's seven six. You don't think they're going to put him down? <laughs> like they're the going to try at first,
1: but I he, don't know. He's like a Durant to me. He's a seven footer. You're not going to put him at center. You're not going to put him at power forward, you know, and maybe in today's league you can put him at power forward. But I, I just see him as a Kevin
0: Durant. I think you're drafting a Kev, uh, taller Kevin Durant. I could eat my words for this, but if I'm the San Antonio Spurs, I'm drafting Scoot Henderson with the number one pick. I'm doing it, man. Have you seen Scoot Henderson play? Yeah, he could shoot, him. ball handle, big freaking physical NBA body. He's ready to play right now and score at least 15 his rookie year, 15 a game. How tall is he? Is he a guard? How tall He's is like he? Six four. Six four. Six, yeah. four built like a freaking bodybuilder. seen that guy? Yep. I'm telling you, I would draft Scoot Henderson with the number one pick. Wim, I, I just I don't see it with Wembenya. We're gonna have to reel that. <laughs> Where, where's he elite though? Wembenya's height is elite. Where else? I mean, shooting, ball handling, nah, post moves. Like guys, he does get, everything. Guys getting bodied by fat European guys down low, man. I don't I, I just I don't see it. I could eat my words on that. You think I'm crazy, but I would draft Scoot Henderson with the number one pick. And I'm telling you, I'm gonna be right on that.
1: I don't. I don't think so. I got to show you some more highlights of Wem. I've I've
0: seen the highlights of Wembenya. You know what I'm saying? Wembenyama. W- whatever his name is. I don't know, man. Wemby. Whatever they call him. I would draft Scoot Henderson, man. I think he's the real deal. I think he's going to be a multiple time All Star. I think this year's draft class is going to be like it's a good draft. One class. of the best. Yeah, it's really in good. recent memory, mm-hmm. for sure. So I'm going to get fucking roasted for that. <laughs>
1: You're definitely gonna have to reel
0: that TikTok. I'm back. gonna get destroyed for that. But I'm telling you, check back with me in like five years, y'all are gonna see Scoot Henderson was the best player in the draft. We'll see. Mark my words. Who's gonna be the best player in that draft of Zion,
1: John ja Morant, and RJ Barrett? Because they I mean the first two we know who's better, but
0: God Zion who's and better? Zion and John ja Morant might not ever play again. Yeah, I don't know, man. Right now, John ja Morant, he's his career is better than Zion Williamson, but. Both I don't their know. careers are
1: in jeopardy right That's now. That's tough,
0: yeah. Both of them are like on the on the brink right now. You know, people are like in fear of John Moran's life, bro. He's still in that gang life.
1: Yeah, it's dangerous. Guy's a
0: dumbass man. Unnecessary. He's hanging out with the wrong people. I don't even blame that on him. I blame that like on his parents and like his people. Yeah. Like that he hangs around. He's like he's probably got a lot of like yes men in his ear. Oh, you're the best, blah blah blah. Hang out with me, thug life, you know, like stupid. Yeah, it's honestly just, you gotta man because you don't need to do that. You got bro, you're so making much a money. hundred, you're making hundreds of millions of dollars. Why are you still in that life, bro? Like, and he was never in that life. He's he's from the suburbs. Yeah, he ain't hood like that. I like what Shannon Sharp said. Yeah. Like he called him out and said, "You ain't hood like that."
1: <laughs> Why would you want to be? That's the last thing anybody would want to be.
0: Guy's an idiot, man, but he's young. We're all stupid when we're young, so hopefully yeah. hopefully he turns it around. I mean, hopefully this is a wake-up call, but you can't you can't trust him. I think you're seeing now, these these kids aren't our age. We're, we're from a little bit different
1: generation, how we grew up, but you're seeing mm-hmm. the social media kids now starting to come at
0: adults and just doing stupid stuff. Let me look at the John Morant suspension. Did they announce it? Not yet. They haven't announced it yet? No, they they put some fake Oh, wait, fake hold accounts. on. On Twitter. It's here. I think. Adam Silver announces that John Morant has been suspended for the entire 2023-2024 NBA season. Wow. So what do you think about that?
1: I think that's extremely harsh. Um, I don't think he should be suspended for the entire NBA season. I do.
0: You do? I do. Because he made him look like a fool in the beginning. Yeah, you know, so that's fool true. me once. What is it? Fool me once. Shame on Shame you. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Can't put the blame on you. Yeah, right, man. That's yeah. that's J. Cole, right? So, mm-hmm. Shout out to J. Cole for giving the Miami Heat Caleb Martin. That was but, huge. But you know what? I, th- I do think it's the right decision because in order to change this man's life, right, and to get him on the right trajectory, the only way he's going to respond to this is if you hit him with a harsh harsh suspension right because if you keep giving him this bullshit like twenty thousand dollar fine ten games he's still going to be in that stupid life right you really need to let this man think about what he's doing yep right and you know what the first time you know what maybe you know what oh you're stupid right maybe you know maybe it was a mistake you know prove me right made made adam silver look like a fool he did. I would have done the same thing, man. I would have been like, all right, you know what? I put my faith in you. You put out the, uh, that apology. You told me that, you know, you changed. You put out this whole letter saying that I'm not going to do that again. And then you go and do the same shit. I would have done the same thing, man.
1: Yeah, because same if you think about it, he got lucky as hell with the first thing. Like mm-hmm. the first thing he, like in Florida, if he did that, he'd be in jail right now. Mm-hmm. But in Denver... Or in Colorado. You can have a firearm in a nightclub, which is crazy to me. But so he in Florida, he would have been in jail. That's number one. Um, Number two, like, you know, he's going to take it as like, oh, it's personal. You don't like me, blah, blah, blah. But I think when he looks back on this three, four years from now, they're going to be like, wow. He's going to be like, wow, it wasn't personal. They just wanted what was best for me and what's best for the league.
0: Yeah, honestly, shout out Adam Silver for making this move, suspending him for the whole year, because this is not just about basketball. This is about this young man's life. Yep. Because people are in fear of this man's life, that he might hurt himself or someone else might hurt him. He's in this gang activity. Adam Silver's doing the right thing, suspending him the whole year, making him go to counseling, making him reflect on his decisions going forward. So, you know... Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Adam Silver's like, you know what? You know, I'm the commissioner. I'm here to impact these young men's lives. I need to make a difference in this guy's life. I need to make a, you know, a harsh decision so that he doesn't hopefully hurt himself or, or hurt somebody else. Or his family. Or his family in the future. You know, and he's very young, so he needs strict... Harsh punishment, and I think Adam Silver made the right decision. Shout out Adam Silver. I think you're doing a, a great service for this guy. He's got a year to reflect on the decisions he's making and who he hangs out with. So it's important. You know what? Man. He could, Adam Silver can potentially save this man's life. Yeah. So I really think he's making the right decision. You know, a year's a long time, but it's really not. Right. The year's going to go by fast. It's an NBA year. Right. And as you get older, the years go by faster and faster. You know, give him a, another year of maturity, a year of counseling, a year to reflect on who he's hanging out with. Get the right people in his corner and you could potentially save this guy's life, make him a better person and impact other people. So I think Adam Silver did a good job on that one. Yeah, I, really I agree.
1: And, I, and, you know. John Morant has a young daughter too. Like he has a two or three year old daughter and he's bringing his daughter with him to the games. Mm -hmm. They're going into cities like Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and Chicago who are notorious for violence, guns, Mm -hmm. gangs. Yep. And they're throwing up, you know, a lot of basketball players throw up gang signs when they make shots and threes. And, you know, people don't, people don't like to see, nobody likes to see that. Mm -hmm. So I, I think, I think the most, not important, but I don't know how to say it. the most, The best way you can impact somebody or to get somebody to change is to basically take their money away, to take their job away.
0: Yeah. Do we know what state John Morant was in? Oh, he's in Colorado when he was pointing the gun. Oh, no, that was a strip club. Yeah, that was the first one. Colorado. Where was he pointing the gun in this other video? Probably Tennessee. Oh, but but he, was in Tennessee. His own, he was in his own car. Do though. we know if that's a open carry, concealed? That's open carry in Tennessee. Open carry. And you know what? People are probably going to like say some stuff like, oh, it's open carry, you know know what I mean? A lot of people fought for that. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, this is bigger than that. Honestly, this guy, you know, he's a part of an association. He's representing the National Basketball Association. You know what? You don't want to be a part of the NBA and you want to be a thug and you want to point your gun everywhere, then go right ahead. You don't have to be in the NBA. You don't have to make millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars. But you represent the NBA, Right. And that's how Adam Silver's looking at it. And he's looking like we're not going to have this stupidity in our league, right? Yeah. You know, a lot of young kids watch the NBA. That's their biggest fan base is young children, right? A lot of young kids look up to John
1: Morant. ESPN, Disney, owned right. by Disney Sports yep. Center, ABC is mm-hmm. owned by Disney. This is like it's it's either their way or yeah. the highway. There's and no in between.
0: Exactly. And this guy's not going to jail. He's just suspended he's basketball. Yeah. Right. He might even still get paid his salary. We'll have to to look that up. We'll have to see what his his sponsors do. He'll probably lose some sponsorships, honestly. But you know what? This is gonna be a lesson for him and it's gonna it's gonna be good for him. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And you know, some people say, Oh, well, you know, he's allowed to have a gun, that's his right, whatever. Yeah, he can do that, but he's part of an organization that's not gonna tolerate that. He's under contract. He goes by their rules. So if the commissioner doesn't like it. And if John Moran doesn't like it, you know what? You don't have to play. You don't have to make millions of dollars. You can go work at Walmart and be a thug on the side. You know what I'm saying? So. And, and I know I get it. America, you know,
1: we, we, we love our guns in America. And it, it's your right to have one. But I'm, I'm a big believer in concealment, man. I, I don't think you should be brandishing or waving your, your firearm mm-hmm. around on Instagram in real life. Yeah, it's your God given right to carry one. Just carry it and don't let anybody know. But it's 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 just a it's an age thing. It's a culture thing. Our culture is is gun culture, gang culture, mm-hmm. killing, murdering. I think that's the main root of the problem. Not just for John Moran, but for how mm-hmm. the world is today. Nope So I think that this is you know, Adam Silver's been a great leader, man, ever since he took over as commissioner. Yeah, he's
0: he, a good commissioner. Yeah for sure. I think the worst uh, John Morant's first incident was worse when he yeah. was in the club
1: because that's he broke
0: some laws. Like, and who knows if he was intoxicated in either time? It could have been intoxicated, right? Yep. And if, probably, probably, man <laughs> yeah. Endeavor, he
1: was definitely. Even
0: I mean, if you see the video while his buddy was recording him, as soon as he pulled out, he's like, "Oh shit!" You know, like yeah. So and they he, they came out and said it was fake. It was a fake <laughs> fake gun. Yeah, so. John Morant, if you're listening to this man, get your life together, man, because you're a great player. You're a great basketball player. And a lot of kids look up to you, so yeah, get your shit together, man, including your right. daughter. Yes, sir. All right, let's move on to our last topic, topic number four. We're gonna talk about uh, Conor McGregor. Did you see him knock out the mask on at the Heat game? That was heartbreaking. Man. Oh my god, see b- dude. Bernie
1: get knocked out like that. We love Bernie.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So, well, I w- where I work, one of our uh, one of my clients was telling me that um he was at the Heat game, and that the entire Heat fans were booing Conor McGregor when he was promoting his, uh, it's called title sports. It's kind of like an icy hot for recovery. You know, when he was promoting that um, center court in the NBA finals, the entire stadium was booing him. And then he had that, that little show with the mascot with the boxing gloves. He knocks out the mascot and the mascot actually had to go to the hospital. Yeah. So uh, give me your thoughts on that. Like, what do you think about that whole situation? It was kind of weird. And it, it was definitely yeah. weird. I mean, we weren't there, but we saw, you know, we
1: saw the video. I saw somebody send out a tweet. I'm not even going to th- throw his name out there, even though we, you know, we know who he is. So, somebody we know went to the game, you know, was at, you know, at the game and he tweeted after it happened. He's like, Conor McGregor just knocked out Bernie. This is a weird time in sports, period. So I, that kind of, that was kind of deep to me, deeper than I, you know, thought at first. When I, But when I really think about it, it's like, you know, why... I don't, and maybe it was stage or maybe it wasn't stage. I thought it was stage because after he knocked him out, the the announcer was like, oh, thanks, Connor, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yep. But I mean, fighting, um, Connor McGregor's a superstar. He's a mega star. Um, so when you have him at your games, you're obviously, you want him to mm-hmm. be involved with the fans and engaged. So I, at first, I thought it was staged, But, you know, when I found out that Bernie had to go to the hospital, all that, it was, I was still a little bit, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really think it was a big deal. But then once the other news came out about, you know, game four, what, what happened with him there, mm-hmm. then I was like, wow, that's like the icing on the cake for this, for this situation. It's like, you know, cause McGregor, he, he has a past. You, you remember when he was in Ireland at a bar, he knocked some like 80 year old man out, like for no reason. Cause, yeah. cause they were talking like face to face. Insane. So it, I can't give McGregor the benefit of the doubt anymore Unfortunately, you know, I loved his MMA career. He was a superstar. But, you know, we we Mm. see athletes when they're done do some shady and questionable Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like, well,
0: yeah. Yeah. So Conor McGregor, he's um, being accused of sexually assaulting a woman at the NBA finals game after he hit the mascot after he hit Bernie. So I'm going to read this article. It's by Mark Ramondi, ESPN. So it says, Conor McGregor accused of sexually assaulting a woman at NBA Finals game. So it says, UFC star Conor McGregor has been accused of sexually assaulting a woman during an NBA Finals game last week in Miami. The woman said McGregor violently forced himself on her inside a VIP men's bathroom at the Kaseya Center, according to a letter sent to McGregor and his team. She said that McGregor aggressively kissed her before also attempting to force her into multiple sexual acts. Asked Thursday by ESPN about the McGregor allegation a spokesman for the Miami Police Department said its special victims unit is investigating a report filed Sunday and no additional information will be released at this time. The incident allegedly occurred during Game 4 of the NBA Finals Friday. The woman has accused the Miami Heat and NBA security of aiding McGregor in the attack by separating her from her friend and forcing her into the bathroom. McGregor denied the allegations Through his attorney. Mr. McGregor will not be intimidated, uh, McGregor's attorney attorney said in a statement. The attorney that is representing the woman said in a letter to McGregor that the woman immediately contacted law enforcement and her law firm after the alleged attack. The letter warned of possible uh, litigation and called for McGregor to preserve all potential evidence. Uh, UFC issued a statement also Thursday saying it was aware of the allegations against McGregor, adding that it will continue to gather additional details regarding the incident. UFC will allow the legal process to play out before making any additional statements. McGregor was at the game as a guest, right, of the NBA Finals when the Miami Heat were playing the Denver Nuggets. McGregor, during halftime of Game 4, took part in a skit to promote Recovery Spray, which is the title sport we were talking about, in which he punched the Heat mascot Bernie twice, which sent the man portraying the mascot to the emergency room to receive pain medication. The Heat and NBA both acknowledged the woman's allegations. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Uh, TMZ first reported uh, the McGregor allegations. So uh, just by hearing that article... Uh, do you think McGregor's like in deep shit? Do you think this woman's just trying to make money? I mean what are your what are your thoughts on this whole situation? I mean I know McGregor's had some incidents in the past. He has had four women come out against him about sexual allegations. so what do you think about this?
1: Yeah it's, it's difficult because you know we obviously take that serious. Um, that's to me, that's one of the most serious things ever like murder and sexual assault and rape. Those are the two worst things in my mind that you can possibly do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's real serious. I don't, I mean, obviously th- we don't have any, you know, f- video evidence or anything like that, but if I just had to, you know, like I said earlier, I can't give this guy the benefit of the doubt by his past actions. Mm-hmm. You know, we love, we loved his, his MMA career, but you know, I think there's a lot of drugs involved in his life. Mm-hmm. So I think that has a, something to, to factor that plays a huge, probably the most important factor is, if, is he needs to get clean off of all that stuff. But, you know, you, you never know these days. It could, be, it could be smoke, smoky mirrors or whatever you want to call it. But it, that, that's more believable to me than just coming out and saying he did it with no, like, story. But that sounds like a real story to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, they they separated, pulled her into a bathroom, tried to kiss her, blah, blah, blah. That's believable. Like, that could be... That could have very well happen. But I don't... But if I... Yeah. Th- to answer your question, do I think he's going to get in trouble for it? I think he's going to... They're going to settle. He's going
0: to pay. Probably going to pay, yeah. And that's going to be it. And he won't learn no. his lesson. Probably not. Um, this guy's crazy, man. Like <laughs> I think he's on... Bunch of drugs and stuff, so...
1: And it sucks to see, because
0: he's a megastar.
1: <laughs> especially, you know, changed MMA. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's so tough. Innocent until proven guilty, so I'm not going to accuse him of doing that. Um, I think men, especially nowadays, they have to be really careful. You know, because um, a rich, successful, wealthy man... You know, you got to get these women to sign, like, some forms and stuff, right? Especially if you're rich, but... Honestly, uh, this guy's he's done so many stupid things as of late. You know, I don't even think his star power is where it was. No. Nope. Honestly, and you could just look at the the ratings cuz this is his second time doing Ultimate Fighter. His ratings were way better the first time when he was the coach versus uh, Uriah Hall and or Uriah Faber. And even versus Chandler they're lower. So I don't think the allure is how what it once was for McGregor, and I think that goes to show you people are booing the shit out of him at the Miami Heat game. Then that, then he knocks out the mascot. Why? And then you have this come out. I don't know, man. I, A lot of people like
1: there's You have choices you can make. Like you know, if he would have, and he's lost
0: what his last three or four fights, so he's done. He's gonna get his ass beat by Michael Chandler. Yeah, <laughs> guy's fucked. But like, you can still be that icon. We know
1: you're not the same superstar fighter, but if you carry yourself the right way out of the ring Mm -hmm. and you do, you know, you help the community, you do good stuff, then people are still going to love you throughout the whole world. Mm -hmm. But it seems like this guy, he's just done too much stuff to where it's like, "Mm." and then if you, if you ever do meet him in person, it's like, well, yeah, he's, he's Conor McGregor, but this guy's probably on drugs and out of his mind, I don't even want to go talk to this
0: guy because yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I just feel like the fame and money has gotten to him. Yep. Right? It like, you know, you give somebody money and fame, it'll just show more of who they really are and I think this is who he really is. He's not really like a great person. You know what I mean? He's had too many um, stuff in the past to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? On yeah. whether like He's like a great person or not, you know? Yeah. And and he's a married guy with kids.
1: And then you see videos all still in Mm -hmm. 2023 with other women. So it's like, yeah, it's just.
0: Yeah. There's that one video of the girl like, like recording him and like, like he slept with her, bro. You have like a family, dude. You have young kids at home. Go home. (laughs) Yeah, man. So it, (laughs) it's tough, man. And especially like with this fighting career. In my opinion, you already made all this money. Why are you fighting at this point? I honestly think he's doing it. It's not for the money. It's just for the attention. Like, just for the spotlight. He needs the spotlight on him. He's like an attention whore. Like, McGregor, he he needs the fame and accolades. I think Mayweather's the same way. But he hasn't been as
1: controversial as McGregor.
0: He hasn't been as controversial. And Mayweather... He's a lot smarter when it comes to fighting and picking his opponents and finances. It's just Do you think Mayweather should keep fighting? Did you see what happened to him the other day? Yeah, but Mayweather's fighting people now in exhibitions where it won't go on his record like a win or a loss. And he's fighting guys that are lower than him, you know, that aren't 50-50 fights. Guys he knows he can beat. I just think he's so.
1: getting like with what happened with Mayweather with that whole situation.
0: You're talking about Gotti when he fought Gotti? Yeah. And then the fight broke out?
1: Yeah. And that's that's somebody, even though he beat Gotti's ass and they stopped the fight, that's not somebody you want to even be involved with in a, you know, a, a scrubble or a, or whatever you want to call that. I
0: thought that guy was going to get his ass beat when all the Mayweather's, like, uh, security came in the ring and they were, like, on his neck like that.
1: Yeah. but the, Did you see that? Yeah. Ooh. That that name, though, Gotti, that should ring a bell in people's head. That's He's part of that. That family, so I think Mayweather should hang it up, man. I mean, I know he's probably getting a lot of money for those mm-hmm. exhibitions, but fighting to me, it doesn't matter if you're fighting somebody that's lower than you. If they if they have a puncher's chance of knocking you out, and Mayweather's what, like almost 50 years old, mm-hmm. I just feel like these fighters, man, they should stop fighting, and then just focus on the business side of fighting. Like we see what Mosfidal already doing. I think it's Mosfidal. Mm-hmm. He's got like his own fighting league he's got guys like older, you know, like Roy Jones Jr.'s fighting. He fought somebody like the other week. So
0: fighting to me. Yeah, he's being proactive with the money. He's being smart. Yeah. McGregor's just being an idiot, honestly. He's going to blow all that money. He's going to blow all that money. Like Tyson, dude. Like, bro, you just broke your leg, dude. Like you have a family. You have all this money. You have a Lamborghini, bro. Go out into the sun, bro. Don't be in the spotlight anymore. Live your life. Raise your kids. Raise your family. Because eventually, you're going to keep fighting and you're going to take some serious damage. You already broke your leg. You've already been knocked out like in your last two fights. Bro, and he, I don't know what the hell this guy's doing.
1: He was a major part of the UFC's trend upward. Mm-hmm. Tr-
0: call up Dana White and see like, hey, I want some ownership of the UFC. Mm-hmm. And that's it. He he arguably had the biggest like rise I've ever seen. But he's having the biggest fall I've ever seen also. Yeah. Right? A guy with that much star power, that much fame, right? I mean, his legacy in the beginning of his career was like Muhammad Ali esque, dude. This guy was like the shit, McGregor, but he's fallen so bad. He just looks stupid at this point, point. and I yep. think people are like tired of him too. That's why he got booed and out of the arena, pretty much. Yeah, so. it sucks
1: because we we're, we were you know big Mayweather fans or, sorry, not me, McGregor McGregor fans when he was in the ring, you know, in his prime. And we would always go
0: watch McGregor fight. Yep. All righty, man. Any closing thoughts? No, I think we covered it. All righty. All righty, guys. That'll do it for all of our topics. As always, uh, give us a follow. Follow us on our Instagram, our YouTube, at the Joe and Joey Show, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.